You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, she's very sweet, but I'm just worried you're I'm going to break love. her. I'm not going to break her. I don't know. Just looking at the way that you're holding her right now, I feel like you can drop her at any her. second. She's just sitting here. She's just chilling That's out of my lap. That's not really how it works. You kind of have to maintain a little bit of control there. You're the one in charge. Like, her life is in your hands. I know. Yeah. I'm very confident in myself. I have, have you, no doubt. Have you thought about the dangers of like a hawk swooping down because no she's small hawk enough? Is going to swoop I just down. watched a video today of a hawk snatching a rabbit off the ground. I'm just saying you got to watch out for hawks. She is probably smaller than a lot of rabbits. See, you got to watch out for that. Got to watch out for raccoons. There are not hawks in the What about a big raccoon? Area. A big raccoon. I'm I don't just think saying raccoons eat dogs. If you take her out at night, watch out for owls. Hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here 5 days a week on the Fun Employment Radio network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've got a jam-packed show for you today. A plethora of things going on A plethora of things. Uh, Many different things that we're going to be talking about today. I do want to say this. We're going to be joined here in a bit by Taylor Williamson. Taylor, we have had on the show before. It was probably, I don't know, maybe about a year ago. About a year ago, I'd say. Yeah. And he is fantastic. So you might recognize him. He was, uh, he was the winner, right? No, he, I don't, no, he didn't win. He didn't win, but he was in, he was a very popular contestant on America's Got Talent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he is Greg's okay, mom's the, favorite we gotta, comedian. We gotta control what you're holding in your arm from hitting the, uh, hitting the, uh, mic there. I can't control love. Well, we're gonna have to be careful. We'll explain that in a second. Mm-hmm. It's a living creature, Sarah. Hello. And, uh, yeah, so Taylor, anyway, is gonna be joining us here in just a little bit on the show. He's at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. He was on America's Got Talent. Uh, he had a big thing with uh, Heidi Klum. He, he's he's great. So he he joins us here in a little bit. Uh, also, and he's really funny. Like you look at his pictures, and he kind of looks like uh, I would say he looks like a little silly, like a little doofy. But in person, he's like <laughs> you're saying he looks a little. It's tail. He would totally understand. Oh no! Like, yeah, like, I'm just saying you should have said that when he was in here. I then. should have. I know. I wasn't thinking. I was totally no. You look kind of doofy. Well, let's just... Is that, that's how you're going to explain it? To <laughs> like do you wish people were saying that about you? You know, I looked at a picture of Sarah. She looks pretty doofy. Turns out she's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Turns out she's Turns out she's all right. She I mean, you look at her picture just like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Silly, like a doof. But uh, but yeah, then you meet her in person. Turns out she's okay. Well, see the same thing with, uh, <laughs> with Taylor that's Williamson. A horrible description. But yes, anyway, he is he is fantastic. Uh, so he he'll be joining us here in a little bit. Um, don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com dot com if you're going to be doing any shopping online over the next uh, forever. Sarah, <laughs> over forever, over forever. Like if I want to buy little dog sweaters. We'll explain that here in a second. Okay. That's well, actually, I'll buy, I'm going to buy little girl sweaters first for Eloise, for my sister's daughter. We'll get into and this. Then, we'll and explain then dog all this. sweaters. Okay. So go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link right there, and then uh, go about your shopping. Just one extra click. That's it. You support us. You support yourself. You feel good about yourself. You know, whatever it is that you're going to be buying online. Mm-hmm. Greg was a little emotional there as well. I started, I started crying. <laughs> I got a little worked up. Either that or he's going through puberty, one of the two. I got a little worked up. Pork chop, schnapple sauce. So, yeah. Um, what is happening in your brain right now? <laughs> do you know what that's from? Yes, I do. What is that from? I'm not going to tell you. You don't know what it's from, do you? Mm-hmm. Pork chop, schnapple Pork chop, schnapple sauce. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that's from? I do know what it's from. You have no idea. You just keep. Re- Let's repeat that same conversation. Well, why don't you just tell me then? No, tell I'm me what it's not. from. I don't want to give you the satisfaction. 
You have no idea yes, I do. what that reference is. I that reference was actually spot on, although a little old that I made. Um, a little bit of archa- archaic reference, but still, it was spot on to the topic at hand, and I'm pretty proud of it. So anyway, click on the Amazon link at funemploymentradio.com. Uh, all right, we'll get into everything else here in a second. Let's, uh, let's address what's in the room here with us. So Sarah is taking care of something this weekend. <laughs> Now, as we Not know, my sister's baby. Her, <laughs> her sister did just have a baby uh, last weekend. Actually, no, on this, Monday this week. Yeah, this, so this like week. It's been a long week. Four I forgot. days. Yeah, four, four days, days ago. ago. Yeah. Four days old. Yeah, uh, Eloise right now is four days and two hours and six minutes old. Two, wait, you know it down to that? Yeah, I was there. I'll never forget. One o two p.m. Yeah, no, she was. Uh, I said. Um, oh, six four hours. Days, I'm sorry. Four days, two hours, and two six hours. Minutes. Oh, okay. All right. Do you know what time you were born? Yeah, it was afternoon, I think. I don't remember, like 3.20 or something. I have no idea. Hmm. I don't. I have no idea. No clue. Uh, anyway, so Sarah's sister had a kid. And Sarah, in a jealous fit of uh, rage and envy, decided to... No. Sarah, <laughs> I was like, where are you even going with this? Sarah didn't like the attention being taken away from her, so she had to up the ante. Oh, no. my God. So our friend, our main, had written <laughs> online. He posted a picture of the most adorable dog I've ever seen. And I know for a fact, um, because, you know, our main's a friend of ours, and we also work with him because he works with Paps Blue Ribbon. And he lives, like, in the vicinity of, like, in our same neighborhood, like, close to where I live, very close to where Greg lives. Yes. And... uh and so he had he had posted a picture of the most adorable dog I've ever seen on the Facebooks, and he wrote, he's like, "Hey, so does anybody, uh, would anyone want to hug my dog all weekend? And you know, I'll repay you with you know whatever and and wine, and you get to hang out with a small, fluffy, amazing dog." And so like I was like one of a billion people that responded like, "I'll do it, I'll do it," and I I didn't know, so I didn't hear anything the entire day, didn't think that I was picked, and I'm like, "Okay." Were you nervous about it? Because a lot of people responded? A lot of people responded. There were like 35 people uh-huh. asking to watch the dog. And I hadn't heard anything. So it's kind of like a lottery situation. It or, was. or like applying for a big job, but you know there's a lot of competition. It was. So he wrote, you know, like, if you're interested, you know, just uh, write me a message or, you know, make a comment. And so I, I was like the, the a bunch of people commented before. So I'm like, hey, Armaine, yep, if you're looking for somebody, I'm in town this weekend. I can watch her. Just let me know. Never heard anything. Didn't hear anything all day. That was like... Whatever it was, the morning of that day, didn't hear anything all day. I'm like, oh, I guess somebody else won. Were you upset about it? I wasn't upset, it? but I was a little sad. I'm like, who was? Did who you try to sweeten the pot at all? You know, because other people were no. were offering. No. Okay. All right. So then I was waiting, and then as I was driving to work the other day, I think it was yesterday, actually. Yeah, yesterday I was driving to work. <laughs> Tell us about your big moment, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Is this and one I, of those life changing situations? And I'm like, what? That was my text message. I'm like, who's text messaging me right now? What is that? And this I is a really in-depth description. You want to draw it out longer? And it's, it's from our main. And he said, hey, Sarah, you still interested in watching the puppy this weekend? And my eyes lit up with excitement. I was like, yes. Yes, I am. Of course, I made sure that I was safely parked in the parking lot. I did not text and drive. I hope not. So I wrote that after I got there. And so sure enough, I was the winner. I was the puppy. The winner of the puppy, I was the puppy, puppy lottery. Winner. Yeah, I won the puppy lottery, and I get to watch little, probably, what, four-pound Sophie? Uh, maybe. So, Sophie, we've figured out. So, uh, Sophie is the name of the dog. Sarah's holding the dog right now. She is tiny. Oops, that is. She is the teeniest little dog. She's probably she's roughly the size of a small cat. Like, not a kitten, but like a cat that's on yeah. the smaller side. Yeah, and full-grown. So, she's a... Uh, we. Kind of figured it out. 
based on a Periscope we did earlier, follow us at Funamp Radio, um, that she's a Yorkshire Terrier of yeah, some so kind. Yeah, so if you want to see her in action and me squealing like a crazy person, you can follow us on Periscope and watch that. Uh, Chris Walsh in, Walsh in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, it greatly supports us. It's six ninety nine a month. First week is free. You get to listen live to everything that we have on the network and all the other shows. Uh, and chat, Chris just said uh, Puppy Lottery is a Lifetime kids film. That oh, sound like yeah. yeah. <gasps> I, speaking of Lifetime movies, I just watched the best Lifetime movie last night. Oh, really? It was called Web of Lies. <laughs> Aren't they all of lies, though? They're all of lies. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but this one... So Lifetime movies basically perpetuate the idea that everybody is lying to you at all times. Yes, and, and it's everyone's got a, a dirty secret. And yeah. it's usually a man. Right. It's a man who's either lying to you or hurting people in some way. Mm-hmm. Or hurting relationships. And sometimes or hurting it's the heart, at the very sometimes least. Sometimes it's women, but the thing I like about the women villains in Lifetime movies is, like, even though they're kind of crazy and they murdered somebody, like, they still appear strong at the end. <laughs> they still make them look okay, even they're though still, they're I mean, psychotic murderers. They're makeups like, on but you point, know what? Like, they're just strong, independent women it wasn't who might have really, gone on a killing spree. It wasn't really her fault, though. Mm-mm. She did stab everybody, but... You know, she was still a strong. Just like woman. there's a lifetime movie on Netflix if you want to watch it called "She Made uh, She Made Them Do It." <laughs> she made them do it. She made them do it because multiple men. Because clearly she's a she witch, you know, and oh. totally, you know, uh, a succubus. She's a succubus. Okay. Oh, she made the men kill people for her. She made them do things for her, like evil what things? What well, kind of I'm evil not things? Spoil it for you. You're gonna have to find out. All right. She made them do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's something to think about. But yeah, Web of Lies um, was exactly what it sounded like. It was... Uh, what What does it sound like? Is, is it an internet-based thing? It is an internet-based thing. So uh, is it some guy with multiple... Let me guess. It's some guy with multiple accounts. No. Okay. Um, strong, think strong female lead. Strong female lead. Okay, so somebody was saying terrible things about her online. No, so Greg. Is, is the strong female lead, is she in, in high school? No. She She's, works for a tech company. She's she very works for a tech smart company. Very techy. Okay. All right. So basically, what it is is she is the villain or lies. the good person? She's the. It's a lifetime movie. She's of course, the good she, that's what I assumed. That's yeah. why. So somebody's doing something to her. So she's like very high up in tech. Oh, or did she catch somebody else doing something? She figured it out because she's so smart at tech stuff. She caught on to what other people were doing. No, there. Oh, all right. No. So what? She worked for this company. <sighs> well, and they I give developed, up. I give up. They developed this like really high security, uh, like cyber system to Uh protect the internet. All right. But then it comes to find out that uh, her boyfriend is killed in a car explosion, but then she finds out that her boyfriend isn't who he seemed to be. And he was, in fact, a cyber terrorist living with her under an assumed (laughs) name. And he was using her because he's been known to use high-powered women in the cyber industry to try and get into their technologies. Oh, uh uh-oh. Yeah. So was, what was he doing once he got in there? Oh, my gosh. He was, like, stealing money. Oh, no. Yeah. And she was- Right like, under her nose. And she was, like, really confused because she's like, hey, I'm, like, super smart in the cyber world. How did this happen? <laughs> I'm really smart in the cyber world? Mm-hmm. And I feel like- So then she had to meet up with a- She found uh, one of his online friends whose name was Spider. Uh-oh. And she's talking to Spider. That and she's like, Spider, let's meet. But then somebody shows up saying that they're Spider. They're not Spider. And the person has a gun, and they try to kill her. Because she found out what was going on. Because she found out the real shit that was going on. Uh-oh. So eventually the real spider shows herself. And Wait, spider's a good guy or spider's a girl? You don't know. Spider is a girl. Okay. It's a big plot twist. Because Spoilers. You know, clearly, you know, somebody who's really good at the internet cannot be two women. You know, one woman, let alone, let alone two. Okay. It was the big monkey wrench in the whole plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So basically every guy in the entire thing is bad. Yeah. 
That's okay, about that, it. that makes about sense. And one terrible woman. Okay. That's about it. All right. How do we get on this again? Your web of lies? I don't even know. Oh, puppy lottery. Oh, yeah, puppy lottery. Yes. That's how it I did. That's I how it do happened. feel like the winner of the puppy lottery right now. Well, the thing is, though, here's the deal. It's been a while since you've taken care of anything. And I have a couple of concerns that I wanted to bring up. One, what? That's mean to say. Well, it it's... It's don't call it mean, call it tough love. So here's the deal. I don't like your tough love. You're a shithead. Here's the deal. You um you have an apartment. Yes, I a have a studio an in Southeast Portland. It's and this is no secret if people are listening to the show. What it's what? Uh it is um it's a little bit messy, is it not? It's not messy with like it's garbage. Cluttered. It's messy with clothes. It's a lot of clothes. Shoes. Like piles and piles and piles of clothes. And painting things. And painting it's things. It's all like it's it's all like toxic chemicals. <laughs> it's a, no. a kitchen. How well, clean I have is your them all kitchen? Put away. My kitchen is not, not clean. clean. It's not clean, is it's it? It's not clean. No, because I still I don't had... understand how one person cannot keep their kitchen clean. You are the only person because I have the nobody dishes. to answer to. The only reason that you do your dishes is probably because you want to prove to your roommates that they need to do like their dishes too. Well, everybody needs to do their dishes. No, I if also did, I also don't like to live were... in squalor. <laughs> I'm but... not living in squalor. Like I rinse out the dishes. There isn't like food in them. They just are in the sink. Oh, really? There's mm-hmm. no food in there. Yep. I kind of am questioning that uh, that right there. So it's just a bunch of clean dishes stacked Vicky in Vicky just blew my mind, by the way. Oh, my God. I didn't put that together. The movie is called Web of Lies, and there was somebody named Spider. <laughs> Vicky, Vicky, you're my girl. I did not even put that together. Mind blown. Mind. Wow. Seriously, though. Right now, I'm watching Cover Story. What is Cover Story? It's another Lifetime movie starring Jason Priestley and uh, Jesse Spano from Saved by the Bell. What's her name? Elizabeth oh, Berkeley. Yeah, uh-huh. where she is a highly, where she is a highly intelligent newspaper reporter, and he is a mysterious millionaire bad boy. Oh God, it is the worst thing. I've a ever millionaire seen. bad boy. That's the job I want. I want to be a millionaire bad boy, bad boy, or playboy. One of the other. Yeah, one of those things. All right. Well, so anyway, you've got your apartment there where you watch nothing but nine hundred two and zero. You paint dogs, and then you have clothes everywhere. You have a kitchen with food in the sink. And I do not dishes. have food in the sink. I have dishes in the sink. Now you're going to bring this tiny living, oh. sweet little creature into your house. How do you think it's going to survive in there? Oh, stop it! I'm just saying. That's a lot of stuff. I mean, this dog is tiny. Well, I have a pretty high bed, so I'm just going to stick it her is, on my bed. I mean, I I would say Sophie's the size of maybe a little smaller than a cat. Yeah. No, she's the size. That's what I was saying. The size yeah. of a small cat. Small cat. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she's just like chilling on my lap, though. It reminds me of when I had Muppet. Muppet would just sit in my lap when I would do um, the Rick Emerson show. Yes. Just sit in the studio. Yeah. Muppet, Muppet was Sarah's dog. Mm-hmm. Although this dog is much more well-minded than... Muppet. I'm sorry to tell Muppet you. Muppet was an asshole. Muppet was an ass. <laughs> he was such a terror. I remember seeing Muppet at the <laughs> station when we worked at the station at the same time, not on the same show, and I would try to approach Muppet, and that was not going to happen. Muppet Mm-mm. just growled, and it's like, oh, well, you're not friendly at all. <laughs> you're not a nice dog. Um, all right. Well, so so, but Sophie is Sophie is very sweet. So you got to be careful with that. The other thing you have to worry about, though, with a dog this small. You know, and, and I grew up with big dogs. Like I grew up with like golden yeah, retrievers Greg and labs. Yeah, looking at and... her as if she's made of glass because I've always grown I'm up with scared. smaller dogs. Like bigger dogs actually scared me before I like, was around them a lot because I was so used to small dogs. Like I had the exact opposite, 
Or like bigger dogs, I'm always thinking like, oh my God, they're going to bite me. That's all I would think. I mean, yeah, they could, but most of the time they won't. You, you know, you have to you have to understand what you're approaching. Um, but yeah, for me, like big dogs are what I know. And even cats, we had some cats growing up. They were outdoor cats, so they'd come and go. Mm-hmm. They're more, cats. More so go. <laughs> well, unfortunately, yeah. 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 Well, there's a lot of things out there, and this brings me to my point, a lot of things out there that can eat them. And cats can take care of themselves very well, so I never really worried about breaking a cat. This little Sophie, um, this dog is not going to be out of my sight. Are you kidding me? You have to watch out, though. I want to give you some warnings. You got to watch out for wild animals. A hawk could could come down and swoop and, and pick her up. I will punch a hawk in the face. Okay, you got to you got to watch. You got to be careful. You also got to watch out for raccoons. I'm not going to be walking her around near raccoons in the middle of the you night. You never know. You never know. Raccoons are, are something. Um, cougars probably not so much in, in Portland, but I'm just saying you got you got to be careful. There are um, some coyotes that are in Coyotes? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. See, this that makes me nervous. Well, then see, she'll be safest in my apartment. <laughs> if she doesn't fall into the sink or the clothes or the toxic paint that's laying around. It is not toxic paint and I have it, I always, whenever I'm done uh, painting for the night, I do put that's the one, I do respect my paints. Every time I'm done for the night, I do pack up everything put them all into their areas and put that all away. So there aren't paints out. All right. Well, why are you trying to make me nervous? I'm not not trying to make you nervous. I'm trying to make you aware you know, you're uh, you you live alone. I'm not, not around taking care of anything. I know I can anything. take care of a little dog. I am very excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just feel it was, you know, it's kind of, you know, the nibbler system breaking down a little bit. Break you down. Well, it's not working this Then I'll time. build you back up. Mm-mm. All right. Well, Sophie, anyway, there she is. Yes. Um, where were we at? Oh, yeah. Well, Sophie uh, does, uh, is our mains, our mains dog that uh, your dog's sitting in. Our main, of course, works for Paps Blue Ribbon. And this Thursday. <laughs> Seamless. It's the Fun Employment Radio <laughs> Bingo Night, sponsored by Paps Blue Ribbon. Oh, my See, goodness. See, I, I connected all the dots you right there. The Seamlessly dots. connected the dots. It was a work of art, radio art, that I just did right there of segueing into that. Um, yeah, Fun Employment Radio's Bingo Night is coming up on Thursday. That is February 25th at the Landmark Saloon at 4847 <laughs> Southeast Division. Uh, we've uh, been doing, this is what, our fourth? This will be our fourth, I believe, our fourth bingo night. And they're so much fun. And we really, really would love to see everybody out there. Oh, my gosh. And you lose nothing coming out. All you do is really yeah. honestly help us out. Uh, it looks good for the sponsors. We have a great time getting to meet everyone and hanging out with everybody. I mean, like we all hang out if you want to. I mean, we have drinks. We shoot the shit. Yep. There's you food. Get- um, you can, I mean, it's free to play. We've got wonderful prizes. Asylum is giving a, has a big gift bag that uh, that they put together. Yep, I haven't even seen what's se- in it yet. Yeah, we're going to um, separate it out to have like a bunch of different prizes. Cool. Yeah, we have um, a bunch of swag from Pabst. We have all kinds of stuff. So yeah, it's free for you to play. Uh, and we'd love to hang out with you. Yeah, and it's these are one those kinds of things. Like these events are, are really big for us, you know, and continuing the show and, and keeping it going. And on top of that, just having a great time with everybody that comes out. Mm. It really is a lot of fun. And you know it's Fun Employment Radio people, so everybody that you're going to be seeing there is probably a listener or somebody we know personally, so they're all going to be cool people. And it's, uh, it's a good time. Except for Greg. He's not cool. I'm cool. I'm pretty cool. What are you talking about? I, I mean, I call the numbers when I was out there, you know, and I... You did a real good job, Greg. I'm pretty good. I'm, what are you talking about? I'm approachable. I'm not mean. I'm nice. Yeah, Sumon's saying he's coming early so he can get a seat. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, and we're usually there. I mean, we're there early anyway. So, I mean, yeah, come hang out whenever. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, yeah. Technically, uh, the sign up starts at six. Which sign up is just you write your name down, then we give you a card. And I think we're using fancy Pabst cards this time too. I think so. The slidey ones. Yeah, we've got slidey cards. Mm-hmm. So, we'll... and that's the fancy terminology. So, I mean, yeah, you'll want to get there cards. because I, they're limited. I mean, we have a bunch of them, but I mean, last time a lot of people showed up. And it's worth it. So, I mean, yeah, just come on down. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So that's coming up on Thursday, February 25th. All right, why don't we just get into this because we've got our interview with Taylor. So Taylor, uh, spoilers, Taylor was actually in here earlier today and came by the studio. So those of you that were listening live got to hear got to hear it then, or at least part of it. It was a great interview. Taylor is fantastic. Taylor Williamson, who's going to be at Helium Comedy he Club. He is very... He is very funny. He's very yeah. odd and very funny. I like him a lot. Yeah, and we start off... I can't remember what we started off talking about with the interview. Oh, here's a note. So our studio is here in Southeast Portland, and we're in a big building with a bunch of other businesses. Um, so it is February right now. There are no more leaves on the ground at our studio. We've got a really big parking lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, however, the company that our building contracts with to clean the leaves, when there are some... Apparently, it doesn't change anything for the winter. So we had not one, but two people with really loud leaf blowers out here leaf blowers. at 9 a.m. on a Friday, um, literally blowing nothing around. They were there, was no- puddles, there was nothing I in think. the yeah. There was nothing in the parking lot. Uh, so we did our best to try to cover up that sound. Usually, it's pretty soundproof in here. There, but the two guys blowing leaf blowers right next to the window made it a little difficult. So if you hear kind of a buzzing. Underneath, I don't remember if we address it on the show or not, or on, during the interview. That's what's going on with that. It does go away at one point when they get done with their requisite time. They've got to stand out there pretending to do something. But there we go. There's that. Good for them. Taylor Hope Williamson. Take that money. Uh, so, at, like I said, at Helium Comedy Club, he was in America's Got Talent, and he just got back from Japan, I believe. Yeah, he so, has some pretty funny stories. Yeah, so he, we've got him right here. So let's go ahead and put him on. This is Taylor Williamson right here on Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, we're going to talk really quiet for Taylor. Broadcast his voice, professionals. His voice is... Uh, are we doing everything very quiet? We're doing everything With an upward quiet. inflection? Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Oh, Taylor, doing it's great. Really good to see you. It's really good to see you. Yeah, it's great to be Taylor, here. Taylor, I like um, you guys a lot. We like you, too. As a, uh, <laughs> as a funny man, what would you uh, say are your influences? It's like your NPR <laughs> Wolfman Jack or something. That wasn't good. It sounds like that something they would good. say, though. Funny man? Wouldn't, isn't that something an NPR person would say? I don't know. Say? Do people ever call you funny man? <laughs> um, it seems really... I'm, derogatory? Yeah, yeah, but it seems like something an NPR person would do but not realize they're being derogatory or you know what I need condescending, to do? rather. Do you remember The Ultimate Warrior? Of course yes. I do. I was going to bring up wrestling, but I was going to ease into it because I, too, am a wrestling fan. What? What? This is, I'm so happy right I now. I know. <laughs> the, but he, like, he, because he was a pro wrestler who joined WWF at the time. Oh, yeah. And then uh, he left. It was fire with WWF. Mm-hmm. And then he kept the name uh, Ultimate Warrior, and they sued him, and he legally changed his name to Warrior. China, oh, yeah, that's China right. did the same oh, thing. Oh, I didn't know that. So the point is, I'm going to change my name to Funny Man. That, that, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about wrestling. That, that was, was a horrible okay. story. I it was, was, hey, it segued in. It worked. It worked. Uh, so, it, was, uh, it was good. Looking up what you've been up to, I did see that you were um, on the Twitter. You were writing to Paige. Yeah, she didn't write back to me. Oh, you Paige should is write hot. her again. I know. You even know who Paige is. Uh, I know who Paige is. Yeah. 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 Right, well, yeah. First I'm, and foremost, I'm a fan of Paige. Who right now is your current favorite WWE wrestler? 
By the way, I'll give this a nice intro before we actually record it live. Taylor Williamson joining us right now on Fun uh, Oh, hey, everybody. Uh, oh, hi. Just because I want to sell tickets to my show really quick. Uh, I was on America's Got Talent. I'm the, the handsome man, the comedian, and uh, I'm doing shows this weekend at Helium Comedy Club tonight, sure Friday are. and Saturday. If you want to buy tickets, I do meet and greets. If you want to come touch me, I'm losing my voice, but I'm not sick. Uh, I mean, I won't. We'll hug. I don't like. T- I, I hug everywhere they think because like it's like nice I just don't want to touch their filthy hands that's really what it is I don't, yeah. you I don't do blame like, you that can be a lot of yeah, you don't know where they've been you can do like Paul know. Mooney yeah. when we met him he just fist bumps that's but racist there's more than there's no <laughs> always doing black people fist bump <laughs> no just Paul Mooney he doesn't want to touch the, like you said dirty people's hands <laughs> did he do your show <laughs> yeah a couple times do you have any uh, Paul Mooney stories like that are like crazy he was no I mean he was no. he liked us yeah, I was surprised. Really? He walked yeah. in the first time he walked in. He wasn't sure about us. We were terrified. We're like because okay. he walks in, it, like somebody had told him to come on the show. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, he just kind of walked in and just stared at us. Yeah. Just so that, like give us said, yeah. give us the stare down. And I I went to shake his hand. He's like, no, I don't shake hands. No, hands are disgusting. I don't know where your hands been. We fist bump. I'm like, all right, okay, okay. helium. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the second time we met him, there were no fist bumps. There were hugs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight to hugging Paul Mooney. Was- we had hugs, but our hugs are yeah. real. I hope you know that. that they were. Yeah. I, I don't treat you as like the Adam in no way had to tell you our names <laughs> right when you were walking up. You're like, who are these people again? <laughs> I've never, I remember. Tara and, and Neg? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. to Tara and Neg in the morning. <laughs> I love you guys. I remember we, like, I remember I was like. I, last time I was here I was like some of my girlfriend I didn't have a girl I was like so yes. we talked about something that I was like you, you can't post this you were seeing a super this. hot girl she was like a model or something was but, she a model? Yeah. Uh, yeah you were seeing somebody but then you were going to Japan and you wanted to be single so oh my god yeah. yeah so you you wouldn't retweet the episode until like months afterwards or something like after that after you'd had your fun in Japan yeah cause then I wrote you now, I remember, I, now we I can't post this <laughs> But it's, but I wasn't so doing anything. Six months from now, <laughs> it's one of those. I, I didn't do anything wrong, and I didn't do anything. I didn't, but I wouldn't have the option to do something that wouldn't have been wrong because we didn't have a thing. But it's one of those things that it's not wrong, but it's not something that people would want to happen. You know what I mean? Right. If you're not in a relationship, but you're seeing this something. Backpedaling is amazing. No, <laughs> but I didn't do anything. But I could, I could have, but I didn't. But uh, but it's I could have done it, but you wouldn't want them to know that you did it, even though you you were allowed to, but you didn't. Right. You but know. You didn't yeah. do anything. But I didn't. I didn't even do anything, even though I could have done something because I didn't. So are you still with the? Are you still? No, with we broke up. Oh, so. Okay. But now I could Sorry. do something, but then I wouldn't, and I still feel bad. So you so. basically just sounded like a really decent human being, because even though you aren't together, you're saying that you still were a good person. You were. We were like officially together mm. at that time. Now, do you wish you had done something? Um, well, he could have. He probably just didn't want to. <laughs> I think he'd be like, he probably tried really hard. <laughs> he was desperately throwing it. On the <laughs> it just didn't work out. Like that really backfired. I went back to Japan actually uh, in December. How was it? Um, I love it. I went in March on like vacation. My first like real life adult vacation, not wow. not work related at all. I've oh, never cool. had the money or the t- availability to go, and then. Uh, and then in December, I got a job out there, like doing some weird documentary thing with Japanese pop stars and uh, comedians and stuff. What? It was really the weird, truly that the weirdest day amazing. of my life. It was like. Is, were, were there other American comedians? Were they like. No, Japanese it comedians? was just. I've never been in a. I was in a van. I speak some, a little Japanese. Uh. Okay. But I was in a van full of Japanese people, and they're all talking in Japanese. I've never felt so alone and not knowing what, what can I curse on this thing? Yes. No, oh, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck they were saying. <laughs> that would be kind of unnerving, and you're in there like, are you saying things about me? Well, because they go like, la, 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 Taylor San, Taylor San, and da, 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 da. I'm like, what happened? They're like, oh, no, oh, it's okay. And I'm like, but they're like, they're like angry. I'm just like, 
what did I do? And like, it's not like cool. I can be like, come on, what is this? But yeah. like, they, it's so their English was so limited that I couldn't even be like, come on, buddy, like, come on, yeah, just tell me, is this or whatever? But it, there was some discrepancies because I was supposed to be funny, <laughs> but then they kept telling me you're not being funny, and I'm like, you don't <laughs> speak you English. You don't speak English. Oh, They're like talk slower because they want me to improvise with Japanese pop stars and a comedian while they're speaking. They don't speak. <laughs> they don't speak English. What is happening? So I was like, I will be funny f- for the viewer watching. They will see that it's because f- they want it to be for uh, English and Japanese viewers, which is. Two completely different audiences Absolutely. for for everything, yeah. including comedy and like. But uh, I don't know. I'm gonna post the clips online soon. I think. I but, uh, totally want to see. Yeah, those. I want to see it. But uh, <laughs> but when it worked out because they, sp- I don't know. It's uh, I don't whatever. I'm very Did they good. speed it up like in the editing? Yeah, a little bit. It was. Uh, they ended up cutting it. It's gonna be uh, for a Japanese like the big Japanese airlines. We like in flight entertainment for them. Oh, so it's like uh, it's 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 like a visit. It's okay. Like show, yeah. It's like whatever. So it's like Osaka is so great, you know. So whatever. Right. So it's like a fun. Like it's like here's it's, a quick tour around Osaka. Yeah, it's yeah. a goofy thing, but mm-hmm. they cut it up into seven minute episodes. I know they're gonna do that. I watched the first three. Like that is awesome. One of them, I was like, this is kind of fun, but it's not funny. But it's fun. The second one, I was like, they cut out every funny part. This is just uh-huh. like a weird drama. <laughs> the third one, the third one, I love it so far. I'm like, they let they showcased me being goofy, and I'm so happy about that. And like, yeah. But it's hard when to do things. As a stand-up, you get spoiled yeah. because, as and you know too, you're, as radio host, it's like I'm in charge. Right. I get to decide what I say. I write what I say. I say what I say. Yeah. But then it's hard as uh, acting is a whole other thing like that. But like when you're doing and they can like control this, the editing they edit process. everything. Yeah. And like I try yeah. to, I try to say like, hey, because you guys don't really speak English, I'm happy to like for free to come in and show you. This is funny. This is not funny. I shit, but they 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 don't care. They're like, we, we got this. And I'm like, they're professional people, but they're like, it's different style. Yeah, yeah it's but a different, different culture, different style. Because they especially because they want it to be funny for American audiences. But I'm like, do I want to post this? Because just showing me being not funny in Japan is that helpful for my career? Actually, I think that probably would be. I mean, well, with that you, explanation. Yeah, yeah, with that explanation and being like, hey, I'm not embarrassed about this. This is what I did when you know, and I didn't edit it. But there's like, but I don't want to trash the. Th- like, here's a, I think it's yeah. gonna be five or six episodes. The third one so far, I'm in love with it. So is it like but one a week that they're releasing? Right, it's airing on a Japanese TV station in America, and then it's awesome. it's. But like, they said I can post it online when I when I uh, when they're done airing them. But like, do I just air the one I love, or do I air all? We also air all of them because it's, it's weird. What I was ho- there's five of them. I don't know how they're. Yeah. Where can where can we find them? Because I actually do have a Japanese friend. His name's Yohei, and um, I want him to watch it because he's also a comedy fan. And see what he thinks. And see if he yeah. interprets because he's you know both American but also is like, he Jap- from Japan? He's yeah. from Japan. Like, oh, so he probably from... know the people I was dealing with. Like... Probably yeah, because English is a second language. So I mean, so he like teaches Japanese inflection to like actors who are trying to have like. But he'll, Japanese he'll probably know the pop stars. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I want to see like like be like, all right, as an American, as a Japanese American, yeah, yeah. is this funny? Tell me, tell me what you think. It's funny. I went to a Japanese comedy show in Japan in Osaka. Osaka is like their capital for. Uh, for art music like you'll see like okay. I guess you could say they're Japanese hipsters kind of but okay. mm-hmm. like you'll see Japanese girls with like different colors in their hair and like different cool outfits and stuff and like it's such a funny wonderful culture and like uh, cool. uh, but I went to a Japanese it's called Yoshimoto is kind of like their comedy scene like you know Second City or Groundlings mm-hmm. or UCB comedy in Japan is kind of monopolized by this company called Yoshimoto it's okay. from like a hundred years ago this guy said something Yoshimoto and he started this 
comedy factory and he owns a bunch of theaters around the country where he creates they train you how to be a comedian and it's mostly sketch or no it's mostly two man like Abbott and Costello it's called Monzai wow. straight man and a silly guy that's that's, okay. that's the majority of their comedy and wow um, weird so they train these people how to do be comedy then they they send them out all over the place they own you like crazy I heard that they get like I heard that their agency like, when you're starting out at least we start out, you get zero percent. But when you uh, work your way up, you get the agents. The agent gets ninety percent of the profits, and then the Whoa. because they created you and they give you the the set the platform and like yeah, the, you so it's had, like franchising basically. Yeah, it's insane. So, anyways, I went to a Yoshimoto show in Osaka, and like it was like two guys come out. They do the uh, the guy tells his this is the same structure for every sh- mm-hmm. like every co- comedian. I don't know what they're saying, you know, but like it's just like. Essentially, it's like, yeah, I went to the beach today. It was really fun. I love the beach. And then the goofy guy is like, did you bring broccoli? Hey, shut up. And the crowd laughs. They like, <laughs> Nande Yanen is the line. It's they always, it means like, shut up in Osaka slang. Like, Nande Yanen. And then the crowd laughs. Then he keeps talking. Yeah, the beach is really cool. And then, were there any hot girls there? Nande Yanen. And the crowd laughs. And like, it's that same thing it's over, over and over and over and over and over and over. And I'm like... <laughs> So when I'm told I'm not being funny, I'm like, <laughs> you're in 1935 with this style of comedy. And like, but the guy I worked with was funny, I could tell. But uh, it was when we walked through, I, I, so we had like a meeting before we started filming and like everyone's just Japanese to me. I'm just like, all right, Japanese people. How? They're like, y'all, this is uh, uh, Inoue-san. He's a comedian. I'm like, hey, nice to meet you, whatever. And then, um, I don't know. I'm sorry, you're a comedian? I don't know. And yeah. then uh, we go outside Everyone was so uh, strangers were like stopping him like his One Direction like it was hilarious. Wow! Yeah. But I was told he's like middle level famous. Like they kept telling me, I don't know why. Everyone's just like, oh, he's only like middle famous. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I mean, whatever. What a great thing to be middle famous. <laughs> middle famous is probably the best kind of famous. But Japan is like, I I know some uh, like uh, like I know s- some random cool people like uh, my friends in this rock band Zebrahead do you know Zebrahead yeah uh-huh. so like remember they were like in the late 90s early 2000s they yeah. had some st- like status Why? And, yes I know yeah. like Warp Tour at 99 you I spent like my entire teens slash 20s at going to Warp Tour so you know Zebrahead so in America they're not they're not signed I don't believe but in Japan and Germany they are like monsters like they did a show for really? 22,000 people in Japan they Damn. they were nominated for MTV Japan movie uh, music award there was Sony out there and like uh what's my point but like I want to get Japan famous like, I don't really speak Japanese yeah. so it's like but there's 110 million people there's the 10th biggest population in the world like I know pro wrestler guys do you do you follow indie wrestling at all I don't I have friends that do like yeah there's a big like NXT circuit in like I mean like, like that but not WWE affiliated like okay. there's like this um but like New Japan pro wrestling is a big it's the second biggest organization in the world well I know that they just had a bunch of uh, wrestler like a couple of them during the Royal Rumble they had them come over from Japan um, that's very attractive <laughs> <laughs> it's really very very when a pretty girl talks about wrestling and was, <laughs> but you, what's cool is you actually get it like I went with a, a girl to I mean, oh it's I mean, amazing it's so entertaining but I went with this girl to a wrestling match and like she's like acting like she's a wrestling fan mm. which is like annoying and like and then she's like who do you think is gonna win and I'm like <laughs> I hate you so, but she's really trying but I'm like that's like the, the most annoying no cause see the thing is about it, if you like wrestling you don't really brag about it like I don't talk to, unless I well, know somebody like, likes fairness. it then I'll talk to them yeah, about yeah, it but yeah. I'm not like oh let me tell you what I know about those wrestlers <laughs> Sarah's uh, within the last year or so years, wrestling yeah. fan yeah um, when the first time I saw Roman Reigns face is pretty much when I loved him <laughs> <laughs> I saw that guy I got to go backstage at Raw on Monday <gasps> you did 
But it's <gasps> like through random, like uh, my friend's friend works for a production company that was Gerard Butler was like this is such an LA stupid thing but it's like a random I'm not name dropping at all but like yeah. the name guy drop. I know Come works on, we want to know he works in like financing and he's like he's not he's not um, my friend's a piece of shit alright <laughs> uh, but like Gerard Butler was at Raw promoting his new movie some, uh, some oh, that- something's fallen now. I don't know what city yeah. everywhere he goes uh, some oh, kind like of destruction like and then King London and has like, fallen oh, I don't know yeah. like everywhere he goes something bad happens like don't hang out with this guy like, <laughs> but like but he uh it's like Liam Neeson you're yeah, gonna get kidnapped like god like what's yeah. the, maybe you're the common denominator in <laughs> all of this you know like uh, maybe you hear the problem so so he uh he got to go backstage with these guys and then uh, but he, he was coming with me already then uh-huh. he uh he was also like, I'm gonna get there early because I got my office days a wrestling fan who can be like a liaison and like knows what's up, you know. So they <laughs> asked him, which is amazing. I would have done it. <laughs> yeah. And then, anyway, so then uh, after the show, he's like, I got one more backstage pass if you want to <gasps> go. And like, I'm with two other friends. One of them's not allowed backstage. So that's a whole other story. Oh. And then and then I, wait at WWE yeah, events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, I, I don't know. So and then, and then, but he's a good guy. But then uh, the other guy, um, he uh, is my buddy, and like, uh, so the other guy's like, "Do you want to come backstage with me? I only have one." And I'm like, uh, I, the other guy who's not allowed, I don't feel bad for him because yeah. you know. And my other friend, I'm like, oh, I can't, like, I can't just leave him back by himself. You can't get another one. He's like, No, I can't. What do you want to do? I gotta go. And uh, oh god, and the then torture. I'm, and then I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna do it because I can't leave my buddy. And then I, and my buddy's like, all right. And the other guy's like, all right. And I was like, okay, well, listen, I'm gonna leave you here. I was like, yeah. I was, I was sl- allowing. Your should have said like, it's all right, just go. Yeah, I, was, I know he just. Uh, I really left him. I, he, I, he I, deserved, I, I, you know what? He deserves to be left if he didn't say. <laughs> like, you got offered the pass, yeah. and then he's like, not. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah, he's not gonna go. <laughs> no, totally go. I'm really glad I did it because I realized what an idiot. I was like, listen, you hang out for 20 minutes. Like, I was like, yeah, you, ha- uh, dude, like, go get a beer or something. Or, yeah, just, you know, just go do whatever you need to do. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, be happy you. in the yeah. fact that your friend, who probably do you, do you like wrestling more than him? Do you, would you say? Um, no, he's kind of no. I mean. <laughs> We both talked about like in our free time when we think about his pro wrestling. Ah. So I don't know, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm sure. He, but he's I don't know. I he was nice to he. I only spent about twenty minutes honestly because it was after. So who the did show. you meet? Who did you meet? I didn't meet. It was really interesting. Who so did you see? I saw a lot of people. Like after the show, I, anyone listening, you'll see like the listeners just everyone just turned off right now. We have actually on no, our I podcast was going to network. Sh- we have um, we yeah one of the um, Adam Posse who's a big local comedian. He's got a show on our network that's about wrestling called the McMahon Horn. The big man one that's mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so we went backstage and after the show's over. So, um, people are like leaving. You know, like I saw Kane with his shirt off, <gasps> and then uh, that was pretty exciting. Was it Demon Kane or when, when was it? When did you go with Monday? Oh, this past Monday. Yeah. Recent. I have look. I have a sticker. From Show my... me the sticker. I don't right, know what this to do is, with it. This, okay, we're gonna have to get to back to something that uh, makes sense for a podcast, but I do want to show you this picture. This is where our. Uh, this is what we all went as for Halloween. Like That's two so years great. ago. A huge group of us all dressed up as wrestlers. WWE. Scary, <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. It was it was fun. We it, won many costume contests that night. That is so special. Yeah, it was pretty fun. See, I wouldn't do that, and I'm not. I I, I respect that 100. percent But mm. I'm not. I don't know. I get embarrassed uh, dressing up and stuff. I'm not good at that kind. Are of... Are you not like a Halloween person? No. 
Oh. It's funny because like I love attention and stuff like on yeah like, like on stage and then whatever. But I'm not. Like, I don't. I can't do karaoke. It terrifies me. <gasps> I don't like attention. Like uh, I respect it. Like I, I want to go to Dragon Con. No, tomorrow. see, I'm exactly. Yeah, Wizard World. Yeah, Wizard Wizard World. World? I'm exactly yeah. opposite of you because I like what you do. Like standing on stage in front of hundreds, if not thousands, of people and talking. I could never do that. However, the two things you just named, karaoke and dressing up, can totally do that. <gasps> is that your sticker? Let's see it. I don't know what to do with it. It was like a back. I was like, Put I have to. Computer. I oh. did, but it came off. Oh yeah. Backstage. All right, so um, just real quick. So was Roman Reigns as beautiful in person as he seems like he would be? Um, I, uh, yes. Are you more of a know. Seth Rollins guy? <laughs> um, I think I'm probably more of a Page guy than a Roman I Reigns know. guy. But you need to write her again and again and try and meet her this weekend. You know, it's funny. Is she here? Paige is in town. For oh, shit. World. I didn't realize that. Yeah. All right. I was going to tell you that because I know that you like her. There's... Yeah. It's interesting, like, the people who are, like, because I'm verified on Twitter, so, like, what's really interesting about that whole business is, like, of the, being verified on Twitter is, if Miley Cyrus message page or if I message page, it, it's equal of, it's not equal of, like, <laughs> coolness, so it's equal in, she's gonna see it. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. It's pretty fascinating. So did you send her a message? Well, I tweeted at her and New Day, those other wrestler guys. Fuck all- New Day. You don't like them? New Day sucks. <laughs> but Did you get that? Yeah, yeah. But they're great, though. I think they're amazing. I can't stand New Day. All my friends love New Day. But do you not like them because they're bad guys or because you actually don't like their Just shtick? because I, I hate the shtick. The shtick is so It makes me so happy. Irritating. Oh, my God. And you know what makes me happy is when the guy who's uh, holding the trombone, when he gets knocked off the side, like when he's saying they're yelling, and like yeah. whoever they're fighting against just kind of knocks him off. They're my dream wrestlers because they're like bad guys, but like they're like they're they're so, so funny. Greg, like, why are you shaking your head? I I don't I don't know this part of it. You lost yeah. every listener. Yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry. Well, because they started as faces and then they turned them heels because nobody liked them, right? But then they made it cool. It's cool to this not, is going deep. This is this is yeah. Deep. I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm a, I was on America's Got Talent, and <laughs> please come see me uh, this weekend at Helium Comedy Club. Um, I love wrestling, really. Oh. But so, yeah, but some wrestlers like they like. Would you ever want to be a manager in the WWE? You know, you know what's funny is like oh. my buddy says he that like T O T and A wrestling. It's like the mm. it's, oh, that's like the second. minor leagues, right? Or, I mean, it's another organ. Yeah. Billy Corgan's like a producer over there oh. from, from, from Smashing oh, Pumpkins. That's cool. Like well, ran- yes, we know who Billy Corgan. Is. <laughs> oh, oh, calm down, everybody. <laughs> you get really aggressive there, but. My buddy says that they love reality stars. I don't see myself as a real, reality star, but the, they are they want to throw on TV people. Like I could convince them to get on that show, but I'm holding out for WWE to do something. But I wouldn't want to be in the ring. I, that's another thing. I I don't. I wouldn't want to be the guy who goes in the ring and the crowd's like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Mm. If I was really famous, I would do something silly with them. But I wouldn't wrestle because I respect. Also, oh, it's but, an art form. Yeah. But, by the way, if they offered me, I'd be like, yes. So of course I'm, you I'm would. Saying <laughs> of course that, you but. You're playing hard to get right now. I understand the tactic. Well, the thing I really yeah. will say, like, even though it seems like you know we're like getting really inside baseball with wrestling, I swear I, I work at a bar, and um, we'll show wrestling. Like we'll show, like we showed the Royal Rumble there, and like I'll have a group of like 15, 20 people who all come and watch it. And like as people are coming, like even people who don't like wrestling, they'll kind of start like, oh, what's that? And then eventually there'll be like fifty people watching it. Wrestling, I think, is a great uniter. Of people, I mean, like it's silly and it's fun. I disagree. I think uh, I tell people I like wrestling, and they walk away from me, and I think it's alienating. But I think now oh, it's cool. I think Portland like might be your wrestling town, though. Yeah. Oh, well, um, Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper lived here. Oh, Roddy, Roddy yes, Piper. he did. Yes, he sure did. No, I'm sad. I know. No. Thanks for bringing it down. Oh boy. So Taylor was on America's Got Talent. Oh, God, who cares anymore? <laughs> 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 
doesn't even matter. <laughs> it is always so great to see you. Are you so what? What? Are you kicking me out now? We're done. No, I'm just oh. asking. So, so what else? What else? We is need some playoff music. Just saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. That was. <laughs> I went to a pro wrestling show in Japan. How was that? Uh, it, was, it was really amazing. Like that's crazy because like I feel like this is a this is not talking about wrestling. This is talking about culture in Japan. So I think yeah, this is, like, I keep looking at you like stop talking about wrestling. No one seriously. <laughs> Demographics. All right, we're we're. We're climbing back up. I know. I'm keep I keep looking at my thing. I'm like, when is Greg going to send me a private message to be like, stop talking about? This? <laughs> I honestly am looking. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but they, uh, crowds in America, it's like you suck and woo, and like they chant and they cheer yeah. and they boo and all this stuff, and they're like trashy, trashy people. And then, but in Japan, there was like, it was the crowd doesn't uh, they clap? It's, they're so polite <laughs> and they were so respectful. That seems to take away from it to me. I, I don't know how I would. It's a completely different crowd, and I look at it from like a comic comedian huh. point of view, where like I recognize how like they I, I, I analyzing how they feed off the audience because pro wrestling they feed off the audience. Like you don't yeah as a normal viewer, I don't think about that. But then mm. from listening to the interviews and like recognizing that oh like if the crowd is cheering this, you kind of go toward, lean towards that, or you lean towards this, and you kind of go with the crowd as much as you can through the structure of the match or whatever. But Japan wrestling, if they have to like switch it up and like. The crowd. If you do a cool move, they go whoa, and they go like, they, like that, and they and then they, oh, they then wow. they quiet. But they get so quiet during the show. I was talking to my buddy. Just I mean, I'm in like a, a thousand, fifteen hundred seat place. I just talked to my buddy, and I felt like I was bothering people. Like I felt wow. like the ring could he, people in the ring could hear whoa, me. Weird. They get so like pin drop silent. It's weird. Anyways, but that's it's cool. Huh? That would be, I've. Wouldn't think that everyone would be able to contain themselves like that. I mean, not everybody watching it should is Japanese. I would assume in Japan they're all Japanese. But you were. You assumed incorrect. I was the one. <laughs> Just though you were the one. <laughs> I was literally the white guy. I, I, I was wrong. I'm sorry. You should, I mean, you're I, I'm, I'm embarrassing embarrassed. all of us. I'm all, really. This Cut one. that part out of the show. <laughs> is there anything to talk about besides pro wrestling? What do you? How, how are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah. People know how I'm doing though oh. when they listen to this show. They want to. They want to hear about you. I'm losing my voice, but it feels better now than it did when Does I walked it? in here. Good. That's because you're lubricating your vocal cords talking about wrestling. Why'd you make it filthy? I don't know. That was kind of gross, yeah, the way because that you that's just what described you do that. When you're, it's your on the technical term, that are yeah, making but that sound. I'm sorry, don't, when you have like tea or something, to don't you lubricate well, your vocal Technically, yes, but nobody describes it as that. Yeah. Okay. All right, whatever. I'm a, this is, says those my mom things. listens to this, please. Oh, like, <laughs> does she? God, it's so gross. Do you ever do comedy in front of your mom? No, I don't allow her in my shows, honestly. Yeah. yeah. She came to the... I mean, I, I'm not... It's not like, you better fucking not come Do to my show. <laughs> but like... You threaten her. I, I don't... It's, don't you fucking dare, mom. Don't you dare. <laughs> like, when I was on America's Got Talent, she flew out to most of the shows. Um, Along with many people's moms. A lot of moms. Watch so many moms you. just watching that show. Mm-hmm. Why'd you make it weird? You made that weird, too. I didn't make it weird. You make because everything weird. Stop making it weird. You're making... I was talking about... We were talking about I'm earlier how much like, Greg's mom liked Don't you. bring my mom into this. That's oh, even no. weirder. That's, that's... Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not making it weird. You guys are making it weird. What's okay. with... I don't know. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Yeah. I respect your mother. Please tell her I said hello. She I respect his mother, too. I will. Lovely lady. I mean, a great She son. is a lovely yeah. lady. Her son's friends are kind of weird, though. But yeah, God. yeah. But There'll be some talk about this afterwards. But, but uh, it's weird to do it in front of my family. So that was a weird sentence. But uh, it's <laughs> it's weird to do comedy in front of my family, <laughs> right? Creepy. Well, because now you made it weird, and uh, that's just what happened. But 
Um, I don't. It's like I don't. I talk about weird stuff. I'm not filthy at all, mm-hmm. but I feel more comfortable being myself from my family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So it, it it puts I over when I tell a silly joke. I'm in my head. What's my mom thinking right now? You know what I mean? Like, mm. Yeah. So if family wants to come to my show, they're welcome, but I don't want them there. But I'm not like forcing them not to come. But You're not gonna seek it. But out. it's not like an angry yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like weird. Because I have a joke about like killing my grandma. You know what I mean? But I'm not like <laughs> like the, the killing my grandma joke. But it's a, it's a goofy. But you hear what Taylor said about grandma? But it's like a play on words or something. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's not like. So I killed my grandma today. Is really <laughs> I'm not, like, nothing I say is like real. It's not like private. I have a joke about like quote my mom, but it's not really about my. It's a silly one liner, you know. Yeah. But then my family, like, uh, my family has called me anti-Semitic. I'm Jewish, mm. and like they've been like, you shouldn't say Jews are cheap on. St-. Like my grandma got upset. I had like a good set. She's like, you should say Jews are tight with their money. I'm like, didn't you just tell me that you want to come to my show and say like, free passes? She's like, oh, that's true. <laughs> like, but like that's like my. I. I. I it's. 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 It's so much like. Cause also, it's a risk of non-validation. Mm-hmm. And right to my show, yeah, yeah. By risk, I mean it's uh, confirmed official <laughs> uh, potential non-validation. I, it's just weird. I don't know because I, I think they, when I see my family in the audience, it's turned to therapy. But like, they're never laughing; they're just staring at me. Oh, and all you can look at is probably like you keep kind of looking over. Well, I'm trying not to look at I them, know. but then you accidentally see them, and the, the, even though they, I, my family's seen the, my best and worst shows, they see my best shows. They're not even smiling, but like, I think because they're just analyzing, like that weird kid is what? doing this. Why are these <laughs> these people are laughing? I think they're just confused, or they don't have a sense of humor. It's probably both, but it's just we. I, I can't deal with all that. Yeah, but they're nice people, though. No, that's the same thing. I mean, like I, whenever my parents ask what I do, I'm like, this is, I I do this show, but you are never allowed to listen to it <laughs> ever. Yeah. Did you yeah. think they listen? No, no, they respect it because my mom's just like I don't because she knows that like we have listeners and we you know have listener parties and we've been doing this for a long time, but um. Yeah, but she's like, I I don't need to know what you're doing. <laughs> like, oh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's the same thing, because if I saw her you know, out in the audience like watching what I was doing, it would be completely distracting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. we. Are. I was reading on your thing, too. So, do you do different shows for, like, different age ranges? Like, do you do, like, underage shows? Well, that's the whole thing that, like, people, like, um, a lot of my fans are stupid idiots. I'm just kidding. But, um... I'm not, not you. Most, not you listening right now. Most of them are wonderful. You I, guys are fine. But, like, I do, like... This this club, it has a liquor, strict liquor license. They mm. don't allow me. But most comedy clubs, I do one show that's, like, 13 and up. That's just how I advertise this. Thir- PG-13, 13 and up, whatever. Like, being a seven-year-old, if you're a really horrible parent. But, like... Uh, <laughs> if you're making bad decisions. Yeah, so, like, I do maybe a Sunday show. Out of, out of six shows, five shows, I'll do, a, like, 13 up show. So, like, bring your kids, you know? And, huh. like, because I'm so lucky because America's Got Talent, I have a... Uh, I, I, kid fan base and mm-hmm. I love it and like I'm not a filthy comedian at all like I might say fuck a couple times but yeah. like I'm not filthy you know and uh, so uh, I I love that I get to do these shows and like people can be in their kids I love it and I, I I've had one complaint ever out of in two years of doing this it's, it's some mom is just a horrible monster it was offended by my opening act for saying that just talking about being gay in the most non just normal <laughs> so I'm gay and like so I went on a date and just whatever she's like I don't want my 12 year old hearing that I'm like I hope your wow. kid is the most happy gay person that's ever lived <laughs> seriously yes. yeah. monster whore you know <laughs> monster whore those are like it's just so that's the only complaint I've ever had that it wasn't even me just some psycho and like uh, <laughs> so what's my point but I have these people come to my shows and my I do meet and greets after and then they, they, get, they get mad at me I didn't know it was coming to the kids show and I'm like it's so it's literally the same show that I do otherwise I just 
I take out one joke and I do something. It's the same show. Well, I don't want to see the kitchen. I want to see the, want to see the filthy stuff. I don't have filthy <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's the same show. Well, I don't want to come to the kitchen. I'm like, are you? You're an idiot. Yeah. And I just. The only reason I even advertise it is to let them know that there is a lowered age restriction. It's just the same show. Yeah. But like I, every week, I do that. I get in like a fight with somebody who's like mad that I'm like that they saw the. They didn't know they're going to the kids show. That's really cool though that you do that because a lot of comedians, you know, start out as getting to see a comedian that they admire at a young age. Whereas, you know, like most clubs are twenty one and over. You give them the opportunity to see you like when they're, you know, in their formative years. Maybe like at fourteen, they're just like, holy shit, I want to be a comedian. I, I, it's the most special thing. Like, I, America's Got Talent opened up all these amazing things in my life, and like, I never thought I'd have a kid fan base. Now I'm trying to sell a kids show. Like nice and yeah, I, mean, I love it. like Howie Mandel. I grew up watching Bobby's World. Remember oh, Bobby's yeah. World? Of like, course. Like that's so special. And Life with Louie. Remember that cartoon? Mm-hmm. Louie Anderson had that cartoon. And uh, uh, I'm sure there's. Uh, I mean, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like, like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Greg definitely. is the biggest Pee Wee guy. Did you ever see? I'm so excited uh, about the movie. Did, oh yeah, I can't yeah. wait. Did you ever see? Actually, kind of don't. I'm scared to watch it because I don't. I'm worried about it. it might not it be. I yeah, don't. I know. I'm, I'm kind of nervous about it. But too, it could but be. I tried to The trailer looks. I didn't even watch the trailer. Looks good. I'm, I'm concerned. I don't know, yeah. but it's based on nothing. Because no, I, I, I know what you I, mean. I'm too, I'm too in love with it. Yeah, I went to the Alamo. I understand that. Oh yeah, and I did. I, I reenacted. I haven't posted it yet. But I reenacted the scene where he's just like, it's, he he looks uh-huh. at the pamphlet and he looks up all excited. I spent like a half hour trying to reenact. That. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. And uh, but the basement. What's yeah. my point? Did you ever see the filthy Pee Wee Herman show from before he was? I uh, saw it a long time ago, and uh, and I don't. I, I was at I was at a party, so I was watching part of it then. And then ever since then, though, I haven't wanted to watch it just because I don't know. Because why? I don't. I don't know. I haven't have wanted to, to watch. He it. doesn't want to be I need confused to... about his feelings for Pee Wee. No, it's amazing. No. Have you seen this? No, it's online somewhere. It was like a Showtime special or an HBO. Special I should watch it again from before. For I I don't know what came first, the Tim Burton movie or this the kids show, but those are two very different vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't remember. But before those again. was the. A, a like a, a comedy special like it was Pee-wee's Playhouse was a show at Groundlings Comedy Theater mm-hmm. with Phil Hartman and all these people and uh but it was like a kid show. it was a filthy kid show like like uh there's a scene in this thing where he like goes up to some girls wearing skirts and like with like oh, hey hey man, hey Billy what's that oh hey Pee-wee I got shoe mirrors oh what's a shoe mirror and he puts on his shoes and he looks up girls and goes wow like it's just like <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous it's so funny that like, he went from that to like, an actual kids show so it became an actual kids show yeah, yeah. I mean uh, there's lots of innuendos in Pee-wee's Playhouse the the kids show yeah yeah oh yeah I need to go back and watch it I just watched the the Christmas special re- recently on Netflix you know I did like. 16 years ago do you remember those like infomercials where you like buy the Pee Wee's Playhouse VHS box set and it yes. was like and they those. this is before we knew anything about the world and like our moms didn't know either so it was like call now you have five minutes left but it's just oh, yeah, what it <laughs> like we have to order this and like I'm like oh we're running out of time oh we have to call again and like let's see, next time we see the infomercial so it was like a Pee Wee's Playhouse like VHS box set it was probably like a hundred dollars or something for like eight videos or something my mom I can't believe she did it but she bought it for me I was so happy Aww. but it's one of those things where they keep sending you more box sets and then my mom still got oh, mad oh they've, they've signed you up for some like yeah. club you didn't know that you're rich no, <laughs> then she gets mad at me same thing happened with the boxcar children I got this <gasps> box. I love the box I have t- Talk to Greg about the boxcar children. You've never heard of them, right? Yeah, yeah. They had a, a 
past my time, they had they, like a cartoon and stuff. I never. I just read the books. I no, never knew they I'm had a cartoon. You. But yeah, like that seems like it would be a really sad cartoon. And what was they do? They live in a box. They car? lived in a box car, and like their parents died, and then they like traveled that around. Sounds sad. Yeah, and they they were basically this was home- a kids show. It was a so they're homeless, about, like, homeless, destitute children. children. <laughs> yes, that's pretty much <laughs> Why did I read that? It was a children's book series. But like, did you have those scholastic things at school where like like book fairs where like you're encouraged to buy books and stuff? Oh yeah, I still have a ton of them at my parents' house. Whenever I go to visit, yeah, like I'll find some old ones. I was just reading some some crappy like book from when I was in sixth grade. I'll go there because when I'm going to sleep, I'm like, all right, I'll just read one of my books from when I was in sixth grade. There was a. Uh, um, I remember like I went to this book fair at school. It's like really weird because it's like a scam to get oh. kids to buy books with like, oh, yeah. have your parents give you money so we have a book fair to buy books. I remember I bought the Page Master novelization which was the Macaulay Culkin movie where he's like the Page Master. I don't remember that don't one at all. That. It's a novelization of the Page Master and then I got <laughs> a Boxcar Children um, cooking book and then uh, it taught me. I remember, I remember the one thing I remember out of it is like you mix Diet Coke with orange juice. That's like a fun like it's, it's a Boxcar Children drink. What? My mom made me take them back though. She's like, "What are you doing?" You, box. That's a, well. First of all, that sounds like the worst drink in the world. Did you try it? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, it, may, it, probably, it probably was bad, but I liked it. I was twelve. If you're twelve, you don't know anything at twelve. This is the first time <clears> I think <throat> I've ever had a discussion about the boxcar children. This is great. It's, it's really. Good. I used to buy the novelizations of a whole bunch of movies. I read the mask kidding. novelization like four times, probably. <laughs> I did not read the mask. Was, I would buy like uh, <laughs> like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger ones, like oh, Commando, yeah, yeah. And, like uh, yeah, all all those ones. Terminator. They spoil the movie before it comes out. You just read mm. the novelization. Oh yeah. yeah, I have the Goonies one, which really? I remember I had it when I was a kid. And in the Goonies novelization, they have you know like eight black and white pictures in the middle of it and one of them is a giant octopus and I remember reading that and then watching the Goonies and there wasn't an octopus in it and turns out it's in the, one of the cutout scenes it is the worst scene do you remember it with the if you've ever seen the cutout ones where like it's an octopus and they fight it by throwing a boom box at it and then the octopus oh, dances yeah. away wait that's it's a deleted scene it's huh? a deleted scene yeah in that's the Goonies, in the I swear DVD to God. Really? yeah if you get the DVD but when that's I had one the of them and there's another one the the octopus picture made it into the novelization, so I was always really scared of that picture. And then, because I had read the book before I saw the movie, and then I saw the movie, and I was waiting the entire time for an octopus that never came. Oh my god! Yeah, but it is so terrible. You can see why they took it out. Oh yeah, there's, literally there's good they reason. throw a boombox at the at the octopus, and that's waving all of its arms and goes back into the water. Is is Cindy Lauper in the novelization? She was not. Not in the pictures and not in the storyline, I believe. Remember the Good Enough music video? Of course I do. With all the pro wrestlers? Uh-huh. It was real good. Enough. Yeah, it was uh, Lou Albano. Nice, nice Thank one. you. Captain <laughs> Lou, rest <laughs> in peace. Yep. With his, he has like a... a, rubber, a didn't he have rubber bands for like a cheek piercing and with a rubber band sticking out of it? Yeah. That's terrible. There we go. Why not, you know? I, so, someone in Portland has that... For sure. We're going solid 1% references today. Yeah, it's all right. I like it. <laughs> like 1% like Donald Trump, 1%? Oh, yeah. Poof, poof. That's kind of what our audience is targeted. By the towards. way, I mean, I'm here for all my shows, but really, I don't. I hate to get too political here, but mm-hmm. I just I'm a, I just want to campaign sure. for Donald Trump for a second. Sure, oh, yeah. God. Let us know. I just want to say I think, I think he's great, and I think yep. that everyone should vote for him. Just, uh, 
you know, just I just want to say that. Like, I, I hate to get too political, but I think mm-hmm. it's so important to use my all my fame, <laughs> yeah, all the fame use I have, your, yeah, use your to, to help Donald Trump. So, why are you giving me this look? Like, I'm a horrible. person I'm disappointed in you. But he's such a great man. Oh my god! Name one bad thing about oh him. Oh my god! <laughs> you can't. You can't, <laughs> you can't. Unless you're lying. Wrong. <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler tweeted something like pro Donald Trump, and he got all these death threats like last week. Wow. Death threats over yeah, that? but he like I thought it was a joke though because he's a funny guy. Yeah. yeah, but he tweeted something that was so like over the top, like, but it was real though. It was just like so it was real. Yeah, he just loves Donald Trump. <laughs> it's so silly. Like I said something like anti Donald Trump in Erie, Pennsylvania, a couple weeks ago, and some people go, "Ooh," I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like I, you can't. No good person actually likes Donald Trump. I'm not saying. Judging any political beliefs at all, but he, you can say you're a Republican and a conservative, whatever the fuck, and still be Absolutely. a good person. But Donald Trump's a whole, there's a whole nother level. That's a different thing. Yeah. But I just love that people like of all the things you'd be offended by. I made like a, a slight Donald Trump anti Donald Trump joke. It's just people are insane. Yeah, it's just amazing people defend stuff like. So Taylor has everything. He has the politics. He has the one percent jokes. He knows wrestling. He's uh, semi famous in Japan, and he's going to be performing tonight. 7.30 and 10 p.m. Tomorrow night, 7.30 and 10 p.m. at Helium Comedy Club. He will not be doing karaoke. No karaoke. I he will, will not, not be dressing sh- in a costume. He will not shake your hand, but he will <laughs> hug you. And he will hug you. I w- I was, I w- I'm trying to find... And uh, you're not going to the kids' show, so don't get angry. No, 21 and up. Yeah. Uh, it's the same show as the kids' show, though. So yeah, anyone- except for the one joke. I'm trying to find... See I if ju- you can pick out which joke it is. <laughs> I just... I found... I'm, I'm going through, like, screenshots. I'm not going to find this, but... Um, when I was on America's Got Talent, um, I wish I could find this. You guys, this is very frustrating. What is it? I want to know what you're. But it's to related to this, though. But um, uh, in the finale results show, you know, it's like performance show, and there's a results show. Uh-huh. Um, I did like a. It was so cool. I got to do this thing with um, James Lipton from Inside the Actor Studio. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Great. So I got to spend the day like hanging out with him and scripting like an interview of like the questions he asked you know like what's your favorite curse word and all this stuff and like so I went like favorite curse word I was like Dick Cheney I mean it's probably like a hacky answer like mm. whatever but I was like for this environment I was like, right. that'd be, that'd be, like I'm just going for reactions you know like uh, Radio City Musical is the hardest venue ever like for laughter but I was like this will be a, it's New York it's a bunch of New York people like I can right. say Dick Cheney I'll get a cute big response and also it's votes have already been cast. So I'm not going to alienate anyone who's stupid enough to be. Wait a minute, right? Because I guess that's another thing. I don't care if you're Republican, conservative. Dick Cheney is a horrible person, and like, <laughs> and like, also, it's a fucking joke. It's a silly play on. It's a joke. Yeah. I don't. There's no way I'm going to find these, but I just went through my, um, my. I found on Facebook. There's like a filtered. Uh, oh, like it, the other messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just found them, and I found all this hate mail. From two years ago, I have a lot of free time. Oh. I, was, I was reminiscing, but it's people like these. These. Can fucking, you read some of them? Well, I'm trying He's to. Trying f- to find them. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna. They found you on Facebook to write you about how mad they were about saying Dick Cheney was. Oh wait, I found person. it. Oh, I found it. Okay, good. Um, let's see. Oh, here's one. Okay, I don't. Know. I'm just reading. I don't know if this is a good one, but this is so. Uh, this is the same night. <clears throat> Uh, note to Taylor. Oh, that's literally the joke. I'm uh, the whole show. I've said uh, silly, horrible things about everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like comedy is goofy. It's not mean spirited. It's just silly. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the one joke I saw. Anyways, um, 
No to Taylor Williamson. One hour ago, I would have paid underlined $75 to go see your show in Las Vegas. After your poorly delivered stab at Dick Cheney, I wouldn't pay 10 cents. You should try to do 10 cents, but you did it wrong. To go see your show. You just lost 50% of your potential fan base. Learn from this mistake. Watch how Bob Hope handled political humor. You spelled it wrong. You blew it. H-O-U-M-O-R. But what's your, <laughs> it got like a crazy applause break. It got the coolest reaction Good. ever. So, but, no, but it's not like it bombed. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, here's another one. Just we're talking. Um, I can't believe I followed you until the end. And then you made the lame Dick Cheney joke on the final night. Way to hide your true feelings until the end. Your politics just lost you a huge fan. What a piece of shit move on your part. <laughs> Obama would have been a better dirty word than Cheney. I regret voting for you, and when you are in my area, I will not come and see you and will encourage my friends to tell you to piss off and eat shit. You suck <laughs> as a human being. A middle finger to your other folder as well. D- dick. <laughs> oh, my God. You eat shit. <laughs> um... Uh, so that really touched a nerve. <laughs> Wait, I got one one more. Um, then there's a lot of dudes hitting on me, sending me really uh, terribly inappropriate stuff. That I found all this stuff. Uh, here's another one. Uh, last one. You are a complete idiot. You are a capital letters. Not funny at all. And I have no fucking clue how you made it this far in AGT. You are a jackass, dude. Ron White is funny. Rodney Carrington is funny. Jeff Foxworthy is funny. You? Not so much. Give up and go get a job, you moron. Can you imagine? Like, do you, you guys get stuff like this? Yes. Just, uh, yeah, you're Greg like, filters yeah, yeah. a lot of it because I can't, because I get upset about it. Greg has a thicker skin than me. Oh, no. But I here's my thing. If if they're wrong, like I I love it. But if they're yeah. right, like 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 I did a thing on TV and they, they went weird, mm-hmm. and people were like, "That wasn't funny." But then like they're right, oh, it eats me up. If they validate how I feel, right? Or even if it's like I I had acne in a thing, and if someone wrote, "Oh, he has so much acne," then oh, like, it calls oh, God, it out. You know, and his hair looked weird or whatever. That's just mean. That's what I, I don't like those things. But I like if if I did a really good job and I'm proud of it, and mm-hmm. I can acknowledge like that went really well. It makes me so happy that I upset someone that much. These <laughs> yes. motherfuckers, these horrible the, people. Yeah, they took all that time to sit down and like, oh, God, I'm going to find them on Facebook and I'm going to write. And I'm yeah. going to write this strongly worded message. At first, though, because it was like, uh, you guys were like, we're trying to get out of here. We all want to get home. <laughs> anyways, I could talk for it. But at first, I was really scared when I got emails like this. I was like, oh, no, they're going to hurt my career. They're gonna, I'm going to tell my friends that someone was like offended by some joke. I told them, like, I wrote back, I'm so sorry. I don't want to. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. Who cares? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, just be nice to people. And, and pro wrestling's cool. Watch pro wrestling. I like all of these things. I believe re- in. I believe in his statement right there. And vote for Donald Trump. Oh God. Wonderful man. Yes. Listen, he's a great guy. <laughs> he cares about you. He's not a politician. That's why he's so great. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, name one thing wrong with him. Follow right. Taylor and all of his, all of his things that he does. And I really want to see your Japanese. TV show, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, send us a link and we'll, and we'll link to it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, 
It's so nice to see you it's guys. So nice you to guys see are you awesome. Too. It's awesome that I'm you're back. You, like I hate doing radio, and you guys are great. I mean, sometimes it's great, but it's rarely. And you guys are so much fun and stuff. Yeah, well, you're, you're all coming to my shows, right? Uh, that's my favorite part of doing radio is when people are like you. You're so funny and so Actually, great. Actually, yeah, I'm like, in town. They come to my show. They're like, Oh yeah, but, oh yeah, I'm gonna do my best to go. Yeah. I get it because you work in the morning. We're last thing you want. I don't. I don't want to go to my yeah, shows. Well, let's talk- Actually, might be able to. Yeah. Time. Actually, this yeah. is the one weekend that I might be able. to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm peer pressuring. Like, nah. Fuck. I should go to this. <laughs> and what if we go? And we're just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a CD. You don't have to come. Yeah. I want to see the filthy show. At Taylor Comedy on Twitter. Yeah, and then I got on Snapchat um, at the Taylor Comedy. The Taylor Comedy some, on some Snapchat. Some motherfucker won't give me my name on Snapchat. Nice guy, nice good guy. And then uh, <laughs> that's not gonna help. Spirit. And then, uh, but I, if you want to see my boobs uh, at the Taylor Comedy Snapchat, but Taylor Comedy okay. on Instagram and. Twitter and Facebook, Taylor Williamson. Who are all gonna die? Nothing matters. Who cares? But <laughs> but before you do, you might as well go to the show tonight, I guess. Yeah, tonight and uh, tomorrow. And tomorrow. And tomorrow. February nineteenth and twentieth. Come both nights. Do it. Go to the shows <laughs> and then watch my videos online and stuff, please, you guys. Yeah. And then send him mean messages on Facebook, which will go to his other folder that he'll read in two years. Yes. I yeah. Mm-hmm. It's better getting hate mail two years later. <laughs> I know. It's not as fresh. <laughs> I had some super hot girls hitting on me too. It's like really frustrating. Like, oh, I'm not damn, kidding. You missed it all the whole time. I messaged one of them. <laughs> like two, <laughs> two years, years later. later? <laughs> hey, oh. what's up? I wrote back and she's just like, Why did who are you? And I was like, <laughs> You sent me a winky face in August two thousand thirteen. <laughs> and then she, I was like, if you want to come to the show, let me know. She's like, all right, dude. And I was like, <laughs> creep. I don't know what to oh. do. That's <laughs> all right. Um. All right, get your tickets, heliumcomedy.com. Go see Taylor while he's in town. And we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Taylor Williamson, right here on Fun Employment Radio. He's so, great. He is great. Get your tickets, like we said, heliumcomedy.com. Go check him out. Um, might go to the show this weekend. It's it's possible. Yeah, I kind of, I've never actually seen his stand-up. I mean, I've seen it um, via... You just haven't seen him in person. Exactly. Like, I saw it on America's Got Talent, and he was mm-hmm. really funny, but haven't seen it in person. All right. Well, yeah. There you go. So now you have the should. opportunity. I know it's true. I'm going to have to leave Sophie at home, though, for that. Oh, so you're going to ne- be a neglectful... Oh gosh! Oh, I see I how know. it is. You're right. See, this is so why I'm go, not ready Sophie. to have a dog again because, like, I feel guilty every time I leave. Yeah, yeah. She likes you now, Sophie, until later on when she decides to go out to comedy shows. Until she and, finds something better to do. Yeah, something uh, another flashy object goes in front of her, <laughs> and then no time for you, Sophie. You're not going to make me feel bad, Greg. I have a brief world of crazy, but I have a couple stories that I want to get out. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, I've had this story for a while. Let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save these other ones for Monday. That was a good internal, internal monologue there. Thank you. This story made me chuckle. And it would be kind of terrifying if it actually did happen to me. This, so this happened in Brazil. Headline reads... A drunk monkey who was armed with a kitchen knife was caught after chasing bar patrons with it. A drunken monkey with a kitchen knife was chasing bar patrons with said knife. That is pretty horrifying. That would be terrifying. 
So this happened in Brazil it was a couple days ago. Uh, firefighters were called to a bar in Brazil to remove a drunk and belligerent monkey that had taken it upon itself to down a glass of rum, then grab a <laughs> grab a kitchen knife and arm itself. <laughs> Uh, so the local fire department was called to a bar uh, on report of an aggressive drunken monkey with a kitchen knife. Aggressive drunken monkey. An aggressive drunken monkey with How a kitchen knife. How did he get drunk? Chasing people around. He picked up the glass of, I just said he picked up the glass of rum and, and downed it. He drank an entire <laughs> glass of rum himself. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Nobody gave the monkey the rum. The monkey stole the rum. So, yeah, they were called to the bar uh, on report of an aggressive drunken monkey with a kitchen knife chasing people around. So the fire department said the monkey drank a glass of rum that he stole from the bar before picking up the knife and chasing after people. Uh, he was only chasing after the men, though. He left the women alone. So it was a a man-hating One drunken of the, Okay, yeah, monkey. he hates men, mm. has a monkey, or has a knife. And drinks rum. So one of the firefighters said it was a bar staff oversight. They didn't see that the monkey was able to grab some rum. Uh, That ended with the monkey drinking and taking the knife. Now, locals were able to capture a video of the monkey using the kitchen knife uh, to scratch at the bar's roof. The monkey was captured by firefighters and released back into the wild. Uh, But he was later captured. Why would you release that monkey? He was later captured. It's already got a taste of rum and knives and the thrill of chasing people around. No, I'm. I would live in fear of that monkey. Well, he was captured and released back into the well, but yet again, the mischievous primate, mischievous, mischievous. Who am I? Mischievous primate Miss was. <laughs> was later captured a second time for being aggressive toward residents of houses near the woods that he was re-released. Exactly. Uh, so local authorities are now working uh, to determine whether or not the monkey will be released again back into the wilderness or taken into captivity if it can't learn to play nice. No, I'm not going to lie. I do want to... I would like a helper monkey. Like, that's one of my goals, you know, at some point. Technically, they're illegal in Oregon, but I could probably find out a way around that. Um, that would, That's the one thing that would scare me, though. What, Is the that- monkey would... Drink rum, grab a knife, and try to kill. I don't you? mind if it has a little rum, you know, but obviously you don't want it can't a handle drunk its rum. Monkey, no. Obviously, it can't handle it. Well, you know, maybe you have a couple <laughs> drinks with your monkey. I just combined drunk monkey in my head and it was drunky. <laughs> it's a drunky. This sounds like a home run you just hit right there. All right, I said I had a couple stories, so I'm picking my, my two winners. So. Wouldn't that be cool, though, to go out to the bar? Like, you could have, like, a little pocket dog. You know what trumps that? A monkey. A helper monkey. If I could be the monkey guy at the bar, or, like, uh, like going out around town, be Nobody like, would like the I'll ride the max with the my bar. monkey. Like, you know, he can swing on, like, the, the bars on the mass transit and stuff like that. I'd be like, oh, don't worry about that. That's just my helper monkey. What would All his right. name be? Marvin? No. Marv? That's uh, just Marv. Don't worry about Marv. Don't He's worry fine. about Marv. He's my buddy. Yeah. Marv? I don't know about Marv. I'm trying to figure out what I I'm going to I always lean carry. towards Gary or Kevin. You like Kevin a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's Kevin. That's my monkey. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to carry Sophie around in tonight. I just don't know what I'm going to do. If, if I have a, Well, I know I have purses big enough for her. Should I put her in a purse? Mm. I mean, I'm going to leave that up to you if you want to be that person. I just want to make sure that she's warm because she's very tiny. Uh-huh. That's the only reason okay. why I want to stick her in a bag. Sure. All right. And I do have one more story. And this is out of Oregon. To be more specific, can be Oregon making national can news. Can be. Can be. Greg, do you know who? I know where can be is. Greg, do you know who Guardian Shield is? Guardian Shield is the superhero. 
the the guy that dresses up like a superhero in uh, in Hillsborough. It's true. Which so- again, I just want to say. What? It's not a good name for a superhero. Guardian Chief? No, you have the opportunity to come up with your own name as a You know a what it kind of sounds like? It sounds Why like would a, you be like Guardian Shoe? It sounds like adult diapers. Well, okay, you could go there. Doesn't it like, sounds oh, like an insurance company. I don't feel good without my Guardian Shield. It does sound like a, yeah, a and brand sorry, that depends. And this is, a, this is the name he chose for himself, so I'm not going to feel bad about making fun of it. It is a bad name. It's a bad name. Guardian Shield, you can pick any superhero name you possibly could ever dream of, and Guardian Shield is what you come up with. Red Tornado, bam. There's a better one, because he wears red spandex. Well, okay, it's um, it's still better than Guardian Shield. Wow, you remember that he wears red spandex? That's kind of weird. Yeah. All right, well, it can be Oregon. The real-life superhero, who goes by the name Guardian Shield, is now fighting crime in Canby. He's been... He's been dallying in different quadrants, fighting crime. Dallying in different quadrants sounds kind of... Well, now, Guardian Shield is not alone because his team has grown to include two new sidekicks. Yes, Guardian Shield has sidekicks. Of course, uh, last fall was when people first heard of Guardian Shield. I think that's when he started doing this, who who dons a red spandex outfit and carries a shield. Yeah, and he walks around Hillsborough, and he's like there to protect people. What? Did you write this article or something? Are you one of his sidekicks? No, I remember this specifically because I talked about how I would maybe want to be a superhero, like a, like a nighttime superhero. But well, I'd be a lot cooler. Well, he walks I would do neighborhood it better. streets, making sure people get home safely and keeps an eye out for bad guys. Breaking into cars or vandalizing buildings. However, what about Night Ninja? No, that's not good enough. A ninja being, would be a cool one, oh though. Oh my god, just let me talk. I'd have to have my bow staff would be my weapon, though. My weapon to keep uh, villains. You mean your stick? It's a bow staff. You mean your is what it's called? Your stick. And what I would do is, you know, I would use my bow staff to keep uh, evildoers in line. Well, it turns out Hop. that even superheroes are being affected by. High rent costs here in Portland. Uh, so he was, in fact, priced out of living in Beaverton, Guardian Shield was. So Guardian Shield moved over to Clackamas County and is now on patrol in Canby. So he doesn't live in so, Beaverton anymore. Well, how much crime is happening on the streets of Canby? Canby is, a, for anybody who doesn't know, it's it's not a very big city. It's a lot smaller than Hillsborough's a suburb of Portland. Canby's a little further south than that. I wouldn't even call it a suburb. It's... Uh, it's its own thing, and it's not a very big town. Well, Guardian Shield, when interviewed, How said, much crime's happening on the streets of Canby? Unlike when I was in Beaverton, when people weren't sure about me, they immediately called the cops. Of course, Guardian <laughs> Shield is still standing firm that he does not want to reveal his real name. That's fair enough. Yeah, Canby is also a city that wouldn't really understand what goes on necessarily. In he said in Canby, when people things. aren't sure, they almost they come up to me running and say, Who are you? What are you doing? You, What are you doing here? Why are you here? Is he and carrying I, a weapon? And then I get a chance to explain myself. Now, he says the response from people in Canby is a lot better than the response from people in Beaverton. Wait a minute. His weapon is just a big shield. So how is he going to stop somebody? He's going to bop them with the shield? He bops them with the shield. Okay. So, uh... He's brought on his two new sidekicks, and he's getting positive responses from people in Canby. Sorry, that's Sophie. She's snoring. <laughs> um, because he's brought on two new sidekicks uh, named Sanctuary and Jericho. 
Sanctuary and Jericho. Sanctuary and Jericho. They sound like really bad wrestler names. Isn't there? There is a wrestler named Jericho. Yeah. Jericho, yeah. No, no. Sanctuary? That's not a good superhero name. It's just not good. What what is Sanctuary's skill well, set? It's funny. Well, Sanctuary has something to say. So, uh, so of course, again, uh, if you couldn't hear over Greg's blinding anger, uh, Guardian Shields. You two get psychics to choose your name. That's are named the thing. Sanctuary and Jericho. Now, Sanctuary speaking. Sanctuary speaking in anonymity says, "For me, it feels like this is what I was born to do. What I've trained to do." No. I'm picking his name. Sanctuary says, Sanctuary is a safe haven. What people used to call out to when they needed help, they needed protection. I want to be people's safe haven. I need sanctuary. Yeah, I want to be there when people need it the most. Now, they all claim to have backgrounds in military and martial arts. What's, what's, I'm going to give Sanctuary a better name. What is Sanctuary's, what is, what does Sanctuary wear? I don't know what sanctuary wears. I'm looking at words, not pictures. Well, so uh, all right, I'm seeing the picture now. We can post a link to this on this episode page, right? For Fun Employment Radio episode fifteen twenty one. Sure. 15, sure. Um, <laughs> all right, Guardian Shield has a pretty elaborate outfit. It's a it's pretty goofy looking, but red spandex, got some black knee pads and highlights and a big shield. One of these dudes is just a guy in camo with a sledgehammer and like a hockey mask. Or it's a, some kind of football. I don't know what sport. Lacrosse mask? I don't know what ma- sport that is. It looks... He's terrifying looking. Mm. That, that is not somebody I would run to for safety. That looks like some crazy person in East Portland running around with a sledgehammer. That I would not want to go near that person. If I saw somebody running um, around, yeah, I would be like, okay. In camo I, with a sledgehammer and a weird mask on, yeah. I got too close to Gresham. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm going to avoid that person. The other guy looks like he's dressed up like a Zorro ninja. Like a cross between a ninja and Zoro. And then he's got a sword. I can see why people in Canby are concerned. There's a, there's a dude with a sledgehammer and a dude with a sword. But again, Sanctuary and Jericho? Come on. You should write them and let them know your disappointment, Greg. All right, Sanctuary. I, I need to know which one's which, but I can just, I'll come up with better names right now. All right, uh, the guy in the all black, he is the. <sighs> Thunderhawk. Oh my god, that's the worst name Thunderhawk. ever. Thunderhawk. Can I finish my story? All right, but I'm going to give the other one a name. Thunderhawk is the name of the guy in the all black, like the, the Ninja okay. Zoro. Well, with backgrounds in military Thunderhawk. and martial arts, uh, all of them see themselves as protectors. Now, when the two sidekicks heard about Guardian Shield... Okay, well, this is particularly Sanctuary. Uh, Sanctuary knew his mission was th- it was their mission, too. Uh, Jericho also had something to add. Who Jericho? What's uh, Greg? What's your name for Jericho? Well, I I was letting you talk. I needed a second to come up with that because I I'm not sure again which one is which. Thunderhawk is the guy is uh, Ninja Zoro. Okay, and the guy in the all camo with. Why don't you just call him Ninja Zoro? Why did, why does it have to be Thunderhawk? No, because Thunderhawk's a cool name. Maybe I'll take Thunderhawk for myself. Okay, the other guy in the all camo. He's got a sledgehammer. Okay, camo's kind of green, so we're going to go with some kind of, uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Hammer, hammer snake? No. Hammer snake. Sure, that's it. <laughs> All right, so Jericho. The snake hammer. Snake hammer. Perfect. Snake hammer, yeah. Perfect. All right. Yeah, because it's like a rattler, but his, uh, he needs to get some rattle noises on his sledgehammer, so when he swings it, it's like a, 
He's like a maraca at the end of it. Okay. Yeah, and you hear him shake. It's like, oh no, it's Hammer Snake. All right, let's stop. Or Snake now. Hammer. I'm not sure which one yet. Uh, so Jericho says, uh, "I want to protect. It's who by nature I am." Goes on to explain his name. He says, "Jericho was a city that was impenetrable, that protected its citizens against attack." Now, together, the three men, who collectively are known as the Community Superheroes. Very catchy name. <laughs> Again, you walk get to the streets of Canby, patrolling near stores, parking lots, bars, and alleys. Now they say every few minutes they're stopped by people who recognize them, asking for photos or just wanting to shake their hands. <sighs> Canby residents stop and say things such as, "I've never seen you guys before. This is awesome. Oh my god, I can't believe it's really you." Well, for now, Sanctuary and Jericho wear makeshift uniforms of black and camouflage clothing. But they say their real superhero suits have been ordered and are on their way. Now, they don't want to reveal too much about what they'll look like. But they do say that they will be similar to Guardian Shields with green and gold in them. The, what are they called again? Community superheroes. The communities. Jericho and Sanctuary. No, they got to come up with a better name. So they're in Canby. Guardian Shield said, no, no, no. We're not out here to take down drug lords or anything like that. We're out here to make sure people are getting home safe. Properties not being vandalized. You know, keeping our mission small. Canby. Um, well, not Crusaders. Uh, Canby. They're also looking for Cavaliers. More, they're looking for more sidekicks. So, Greg, if you're interested, they need. I'd have to come in there and take control. The whole thing, because this is not working. They need a villain. I need to be their super villain. Maybe I'll use the name Thunderhawk. Okay. I have to give him another name. Well, there you have it, my friends. There's your world of crazy. They do need a villain, though, to worry about. Maybe I can swoop down there. (laughs) I gotta decide whether I want to be like a Lex Luthor type. Yeah, Suban says you can be. No, your name, if you're gonna be the villain, you have to be Ken B. Men. (laughs) No. Say my name five times. The Canby Man will come and kill you. <laughs> the Canby Man. I'm the Canby Man. <laughs> Is it three times or five times you say Candyman? Candyman. I think it's three. I thought it was five times. Maybe it is five. That was that three times for so another. Good. One. There was three times for um, uh, Bloody Mary or whatever. I don't. I, I, I don't know Beetlejuice. how many times. How many times do you say Candyman? I'm going to type this into Google right now. Times and if I'm just saying anyone out there, if you, you haven't seen Candyman and you like a good Candyman. horror movie, it's pretty good. I mean, it's dated now. It's like early 90s, but it's still pretty terrifying. Five times. Five times while facing a mirror, say Candyman, and he'll murder the summoner with a hook jammed in the bloody stump of his right arm. That's a fact. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. I'm not a mirror, Greg. Say it two more times. Candyman, Candyman. I have a mirror in my purse. You want to do it there? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not too worried about it. I think you actually are. Nah, I think I'd okay. be fine. Well, before we go, I know that you were saying that we have a very special birthday. Yes, we mm-hmm. do. Uh, before we talk about that very special birthday, I do want to remind everybody of something else that's coming up. And that is it's time to get your taxes done. It sure is. And, oh, yeah, uh, we're that doing is, that tomorrow. Yep, we are working on a bunch of our stuff tomorrow so that we can get them into our fine sponsor, H&R Block. H&R Block, um, of course, Gilbert is our... Uh, 
is our tax guy mm-hmm. at H&R Block. Uh, Gilbert is fantastic. H&R Block's been doing our taxes for several years I now. I was actually just talking to my friend David about him yesterday, and he he's going to get Gilbert's number. Because Gilbert, Sweet. we trust Gilbert. He's you know been doing our stuff. Yeah, he's he's solid. He's and a, we have really weird, I mean, if you've ever heard us, like we have millions of jobs and all different kinds of things. Like our yeah. taxes are complicated, and Gilbert can take them and make them seem as if they're not that overwhelming. I wouldn't even be able to tell you how many dis- different sources of income I have for, over this yeah. last year. Like right now, I, I don't even know. I, it'll all be going to Gilbert, and he can sort all that out, which mm. is fantastic. And Gilbert's phone number is 503-233-0447. 503-233-0447. And we'll put that on this episode on Fun Employment Radio as well so that you can see it and uh, and make sure you can give him a call. But yeah, Gilbert's fantastic. You don't even have to be here in Portland. Like You can talk to him over the phone. I think he did... I think you did a listener's taxes from Texas mm-hmm. last year. Like, the magic of the internet means you can go anywhere you want. And you can hear us all over the world. Yes. Too. So just like that, you can uh, send your stuff to Gilbert and have him take care of it. So awesome. Gilbert, H&R Block, 503-233-0447, or just write us and we'll get any information you need for you. Um, but we do have a very special birthday. Now, here's the deal. What? Here's what's going on. <sighs> I made a mistake. What this gentleman wrote us a wrote us a while ago wrote, wrote us earlier this week, and I missed it. I missed the email, and uh, so as such, his birthday's already passed. So technically speaking, technically you know, speaking, what his birthday celebration's already over because with? Because you but forgot. That's the thing. I forgot. His birthday was on the sixteenth. He 16th. doesn't have to suffer because you messed up no. again. No. I know you're right. And we're talking about, of course, 26-year-old Paul from Indianapolis. Oh, my goodness. We're going to say he's 26. Is he, why? Why be ashamed of how old you are? Because I, be I don't know how old he is. I don't know. I, I don't so know. just making up numbers. I'm just making up numbers. Right, I thought I was be... doing a good thing. Is that something that matters? I don't know. I don't know. Paul's awesome. Yes, I know That's Paul's the bottom line. Awesome. Well, now you're making me feel weird about it. Yeah, because you are I was weird. trying to make up for being, you know, forgetting. And not forgetting, but just missing it straight up. Anyway, Paul, happy birthday. Here's the deal. Go out tonight, buddy, because you just got an extra birthday day to, ce- oh to celebrate. My God. Courtesy of Fun happy Employment Radio, one you. one day to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Paul. That's so giving of you, Greg. Well, it's an, it's an entire extra day. Birthday rules are really specific, you know, when you can celebrate your birthday. Again, come forthcoming in my book, uh, The Rules of Life by Greg Nebler, working title. Paul, uh, I'm, I'm granting another day. Like, it's a huge deal. I'm saying, my bad. Have another day to celebrate your birthday. If he needs me to write out something and give him, like, a coupon to show people, you know, so people know, I can do that. I, I'm sorry. I've lost interest in you talking. Sophie's Maybe looking, to write out looking a up at me. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic, and we appreciate you greatly. Uh, coming up this weekend, uh, tomorrow, will be Chronicles of the Nerds, of the Nerds. at 10.30 a.m., followed by Rip City Bad Boys. Rip City Bad Boys. Maybe I should offer to do the intro for their show. Wow. I'm, they would be blown Rip away. Rip City Bad Boys. That's a, that's a sample. We can just not do that anymore. It's a sample. 
That's it's a good. sample they could use. Let's just, let's we'll leave it out there. If they okay. want to use it, they can they can use it. Okay. Um, All right, well, wish me luck this weekend, Greg. Thanks for scaring right. me about keeping adorable Sophie alive. Well, just don't mess up and you'll I have nothing to worry up. about. I will not mess up. I believe you. I believe me, too. Thank you. Mm. Um, thank you, everyone. Like I said, a uh, big thank you to Taylor Williamson. Going to be at Helium Comedy Club. Pass Blue Ribbon Fun Employment Radio. Bingo night. Bingo night. Next Thursday, mark it down. February mark it down. 25th. Reserve that day Say to come hang die. out. Yep. You know who will be celebrating a little bit of the birthday? Aaron brought this up to me. So, cause I, I've, I know. I've we're going to have to talk about it next week. We're really going to have to discuss this. Yes, because there's specific birthday rules. But it will be Mr. Aaron Duran's. Close to his birthday. Okay. Well, we'll there's debate it. of whether he can celebrate it that night or not. We need not. some time to discuss it. Well, birthday rules shall be consulted, and I am the ultimate, okay. uh, you know, judge on that stuff. But sure. we'll, we'll figure it out. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll be back next week with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Have a great weekend. We love you all. Goodbye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.